going to take your cue from the action, you're going to miss some pretty good opportunities. So let's get to the opening bell here and the CNBC real-time exchange of the big board. It is the Nelson Mandela Foundation. And at the NASDAQ, Bren Miller Energy, provider of thermal energy storage systems. Speaking of energy, it's going to be awfully hard to take your eye off crude oil today. Below 79.50 now. A lot of that is going to be tied to global recession fears. You um, look at these moves that are taking place. You said you don't think modern monetary theory is going to come back for a long time to come. At least I think that was you. Maybe it was Mick. Um, these are some pretty difficult lessons that we're going to have to learn. What would you equate it to? Because you've been watching the bond markets for a very long time. Yeah, it's not only modern uh, monetary theory. It was never a good idea. It was a a stupid idea. And, And we're seeing living proof of that. You can't print forever and think you can get away with it. Look at what the pound's doing. But I think if there's a lesson to be learned here, it's the fact that Central bankers in general and governments in particular have this unique relationship that we need to find a way to separate. And it isn't necessarily a political relationship. It's an enabling relationship. They are enablers by these low interest rates and hanging out at zero for so long. They allowed governments to do anything. They allowed companies to remain that should have died. They ruined the entire infrastructure of global finance. And to think that it's going to come together easily or if central banks have any plan, there is no way to put this Humpty Dumpty back together. There needs to be lots of financial destruction first. And from that, the Arizona will rise. The best fertilizer for the global economy right now is for all of these issues, whether it's foreign exchange, government debt, corporates, all of these financial instruments have to be pushed down to some level that represents true risk to value returns versus the pie in the sky valuations and returns that many were getting with virtually no risk. Is Alex, this is key. And I think this makes donors, particularly small donors, know that, hey, if I'm going to hit you with a $50 bill, it's going on offense. Right now, you're saying 80% of the resources for Democrats are in defense, and 80% of the resources going to Republican candidates are on offense. Can you explain, take a minute and explain that? Absolutely, Steve. So if you look at where the ads are up between the two main Republican spending groups on the House side, the NRCC and Congressional Leadership Fund with House Republican Leadership, we are spending massively on offense, like I said, 80%. We are digging really, really deep. We can get to some of those seats, but it's so important for people to think about donating because here's some real weed stuff. We were talking to Steve that we all love the weeds here. When you give that money directly to candidates, which is the best way to do it, candidates that you support, candidates that are in these target seats, they can run hybrid ads with the NRCC. They can run coordinated ads. That money is needed for us to match them, and we could buy at a candidate rate much cheaper. We have figured out as a Republican Party how to do that. It's so important that if you're able to, to give to our targeted Republican seats because we are able to match them and buy the TV commercials at a candidate rate, and we are now opening up on that front. It's essentially like a third front, and it's really doing a number on these Democrats. Not only are we hammering them into the ground, but we are getting our message out about what we're going to do and educating voters on who our candidates are at a record pace. 
It was <laughs> their energy clear. policies across Europe that caused this. You have the chicken and the egg all wrong here, Austin. You know, you look at what the temperatures are across the globe because they will correlate with the moves you're seeing in the markets. As temperature drops, so will stocks and so will the price of many sovereign securities. Why? Because the UK people can't afford to heat their place. And it's going to be very much similar in Europe. And Mr. Mulvaney has it spot on. Just read the headlines out of California and weep because we are not learning our lesson. Okay, welcome. It is Friday, 23 September, the year of our 2022. I think we've got a Black Friday in global capital markets, as we've told you from the beginning. Capital economics, capital markets, and politics are inextricably linked. And you're seeing the end of regime economics, uh, the regime fantasy of modern monetary theory. Remember, Rick Santelli in the spring, I think it was of 2009, right when President Obama had first started, had that tremendous Tea Party rant from the pits in Chicago that really was the was the primal scream for the Tea Party, and it resonated for years. That clip right there where he talks about the, the, the infrastructure of global finance being set up at zero in this symbiotic and disastrous relationship between central banks, their ability to print, and governments, basically the funding mechanism for the administrative state. It's all coming crashing down because it was based on a fantasy, okay? Part of the fan, part, part of it was to enrich the wealthy. We'll talk about that later, but just incredible activity today because uh, as Steve Cortez says, price is truth and they can't lie and they can't hide behind it anymore. Liz Truss went to the, uh, went basically to the Republican standard playbook, announced a huge tax cut in trying to uh, subsidize the, uh, the, the, the individual citizens electric bill and the markets in London collapsed. Okay, and the reason is, how are you going to finance this stuff? The days of fantasy are over. The days of reality are here. And here's the great thing. The war room, the war room posse is there. We're the realist, right? We're the realist from day one. And this is going to be tough. It's going to be hard and it ain't going to be quick. This is going to be a long, tough slog because of the uniparty, the global capital markets, the CCP, the central banks, and particularly the Biden regime. Remember, elections have consequences and stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. Steve Cortez, give us a, a summary. We got Alex DeGrasse, we got Richard Burris. We're going to combine capital markets with an update on politics because we are on the verge of a massive sweep that will rival the Tea Party right. uh, sweep of 2010. It's all before us in this audience. It's all on you. If we execute on this, we've got this. But we want to lay out the capital market situation first, Steve. And Steve's going to be in and out with me, hopefully for the next two hours, we we'll go through all of this. Steve Cortez. So, Steve, the situation in capital markets right now, and that reflects what's going on on Main Street, is very dire. Uh, just today, for a matter uh, to, to give some reference points here, the Dow Jones Industrial is down almost 500 points right now. Um, checking some of these other markets, well, excuse me, down 400 points right now, below 30,000. But the most important news of the day, and again, I think the most important news for everyone's life out there, more important even than stocks. Stocks are important, but more important is the bond market. And we saw just today... The 10-year yield, which we talk about very often on this show, which is the benchmark for interest rates globally, 10-year Treasury yield today hit 3.8%. 
Now, Steve, to put that in context, okay, and there's a chart going back 10 years on the 10-year, on 10-year yield. So we are at decade highs. And to put that in context, Steve, on election day of 2020, when Joe Biden illegitimately prevailed, on election day, 10-year yield was 0.8%. So we had an economy that was aggressively reopening at that point. We had the Trump boom 2.0 coming out of the spring lockdowns of 2020, and we had it without significant inflation and with extremely low interest rates. 0.8% then, 3.8% now. And Steve, to your point, what the bond markets are showing us is that there is such a thing as economic gravity, that we cannot defy the laws of economics, the, the laws of finance indefinitely. And what Joe Biden has done is collapsing the bond market. And, and this is why, too, it's so important for folks to realize there is no place to hide. You're getting dusted in, in stocks and you're getting creamed in bonds. That is the reality right now, because as interest rates go up, bond prices no go down. Hide. So it is a no it's an absolute economic collapse. It is created by Joe Biden. Joe Biden. It was induced by him and the Davos crowd. And this is the reality that we have to deal with. Now, let's talk about some of the upside of it, though, Steve. It's oh, oh, hang, 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 hang on. So forget the upside. I just want to make sure to go back. I just want to make sure the 10 year treasury. Why do we imprint the 10 year treasury at the front of your mind? Your entire life in, in the in the in the financial world and economic world that you deal with every day of your life, your lived experience is predicated on that. Your credit cards are going to explode. Your car loans are going to explode. The rents are going to explode. Everything's going to explode because it's all. Th- and I just want to go back under Trump in the run up to 2020 was 0.8%. It is now 3.8, so it hit 3.8% this morning. Uh, one of the reasons that, one of the reasons that everything's collapsing, bond market stock, and it's happened over the last 24 hours, is the smart money started going to cash last night, right? You right. had these massive flows out of everything. There's no buyers. People are not buying. They're going to cash and saying, hey, guess what? I'm just going to sit on the sidelines for a while. So talk to us right. about talk to us about upside. Then I want to talk about political upside because this is regime ending. We can end this regime. Right. We can right. crush the Democratic Party as a national political institution. It is all right in front of us, Steve Cortez. That's right. So listen, uh, you know, amidst this terrible news, and it's terrible, and it is dire. And again, I don't want to in any way diminish the pain that is real and that is out there. Right when one out of six American homes right now are delinquent on their power bills. Uh, we have very, these are dark days and they are likely to get darker. But having said that, the great news is in just weeks, we have a chance to take political action on a massive scale. And I firmly believe, you know, don't believe any of this, the suppression polling and the suppression messaging and narrative that's coming out of the corporate media. Not only are we going to win all of these close races, Steve, we are going to romp and we're going to win races and we're going to win places that we didn't think were winnable. Right. So that is the that is the upside. And there we start the rebirth, the American economic renaissance, because we do have the solutions, the yes. populist nationalist yes. solutions to yes. fix this mess. We didn't make this yes. mess, but we're going to fix it. Yes. But before we get to the solutions, first, we must make sure it is destroyed. We have an absolute. And I want to say this again. And we got a school board of parent on later from school boards to state legislatures, and they're so important, particularly as you see, they're trying to run around in Congress and take away their power in the election process. We get flip Minnesota state legislatures to your own county commission, obviously your election boards, all of it. We have the opportunity in the House and the Senate to run the tables. And I mean, get majorities that are cycle proof, 
And if you look at 2024 in the Senate, we literally have a way if we do our jobs now, that means everybody getting out and volunteering to be a poll worker, or election judge to get in those counting rooms so they can't steal it. Do what we did in Virginia with 95 percent participation. If we do that with the cycle coming up in 24, which will be filibuster proof. It is game, set, match. We can destroy the Democratic Party as a national political institution with their favorite word. Wait for it. Democracy. The mm-hmm. democracy suppository is right there. I want to go to Alex. Alex, we got a couple minutes on this side. Uh, walk. Through, I just want to, before we get to the charts and talk about where we stand right now, the thing about going, we, I wanted to start about going on offense because of where we're positioned today. But I know you got some breaking news. We're spreading the, as we're going to talk to you about the 30 or 40 that we're fo- highly focused on, the NRCC and people, as we speak, are spreading the battlefield to Oregon, to Connecticut, to Rhode Island, Alex DeGrassi. And by the way, Alex is the <coughs> executive director of Team Elise, works closely with the NRCC, really Elise Stefanik's political operation, one of the smartest young strategists out there. Alex DeGrassi, the floor is yours. Thank you, Steve. What an honor again. It's so important. You can tell from what the Democrats are talking about. If you go and look on YouTube, you look on their ads, abortion, all scams in terms of what the issue set that they're focusing on. We're prosecuting Biden's created crises. It's providing us a roadmap to go incredibly deep in terms of where we're playing. That's right. You said it. 80% of the money that the Republican Party is spending right now is on offense. We just had four or five new ads roll out. This morning, Oregon, Connecticut, Rhode Island, incredibly deep. All of it the same. Their scams and the Biden agenda that they put through Congress that has exacerbated these crises in terms of what you're seeing in the economy, the border security, crime, national security, and things like that. We feel so good, but it's going to be an execution game. You know, 46 days out, ballots start going in the mail within days for military ballots. Certain states are going out. We need the posse to dig deep, get involved. You can volunteer in person, virtual, all that. You can go to nrcc.org, look at the map, see where we're playing, and you'll see that this is going to really open up real fast. Things are going to get really, really fast because we saved our money and resources for what we're calling the great counteroffensive after Labor Day, putting lead on target. We're seeing Democrat incumbent approval ratings implode 10 points across our battlegrounds all while we're winning hispanics winning independence and the coalition is right in front of us we have to go out there and take it okay a short commercial break when we come back we're going to talk about what the democrats did in august right and the republicans held their fire guess what they didn't put us away they've got the, we've got the right issue set and it's all about delivering the right electorate okay short commercial break we got richard barris the great pollster we have alex degrassi uh, a strategist with a team of lease. We've got Steve Cortez on capital markets, economics, and finance. We're grinding here. Where? In the war room. Because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Homeowners beware. You could already be the victim of home title theft and not have a clue. Some cyber thief may have already forged his name onto the title to your home. Think about that for a second. May already have forged his name onto the title of your home and you not know it. Well, here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer to my listeners. Now go to HomeTitleLock.com. Then simply enter your address for your free, no obligation, home title scan. 
This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. Look, the title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. And once he forges your title, he can take out loans in your home to forge your name, stating that he's the new owner. First things first, let's make sure your home's title is securely in your name. You can do that now by going to HomeTitleLock.com and use my promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, RADIO. Then enter your address for free. No obligation, home title scan. That's a $100 value, totally free. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. Do this today. Take action. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. We got the towels, $19.98, normally $45. Go check it out. Go to what we call the square. They got all the sales there, everything. Later in the show, we're going to have Professor Alan Dershowitz from Harvard and Mike Lindell. Big story in the Wall Street Journal by Professor Dershowitz, why he's defending Mike Lindell. So we're going to get all of that, a lot of activity on all those different fronts. Uh, Steve Cortez is going to give us some more capital markets in a moment. I want to go back to Alex. Alex, let's go back and give a summary last night. And here's the thing. The issue set, as we've been talking about the last couple of days, the NBC poll, border, border security, GOP up 36 points. Crime, up 23 points. Immigration, up 19 points. Economy, up 19 points. Cost of living inflation, up 14 points. Unity, bringing the country together, plus six. The Democrats are all defending democracy and, and abortion. It's picking the right issue set early on. This is what Elise Stefana, her quite brilliance at the Republican conference, focus on the right issue set and be relentless on that. Issue set, coupled with the electorate you can deliver, equals big time victory. That's what we got in strategy wise. The Democrats took every shot they had with all the little bills they passed and particularly abortion in July and particularly August unloaded on Republican candidates through ever. That's why uh, these things kind of tightened. But what the Republicans did is held their fire and after Labor Day, letting off a basically storm of uh, ads uh, and quite frankly, outing the Democrats for the lies and misrepresentation about the bill, making them own the Biden regime's policies, making them own the Biden regime's policies. Alex DeGrasse, tell us, walk us through the logic, where we stand, show us some charts. Absolutely. So if we want to look at, I think the, the first one we want to look at possibly is looking at the uh, chart with the cost of living candidate as opposed to the abortion candidate. It's a lot of noise in the media and the Democrats. Voters are looking for the candidate that's frankly going to put a check on Joe Biden. That's independents. That's Hispanics. That's even a significant amount of the Democrat electorate. This notion that there's this abortion you know, wave out there is completely false. We talked about the numbers yesterday, Steve, that... Um, they are doing this because they need to prime the pump among young voters. The least likely voter to go vote is a young voter. The most likely voter to go vote is a voter that believes that and understands that the 2020 election was stolen. Our people are fired up. Their people are not. All of this is a game to try to juice their own turnout. But the numbers are very clear. Voters overwhelmingly by 22% want the candidate that's going to support bringing down the cost of living. More specifically, Steve, as you said, we've got the chart on the Inflation Reduction Act. 
This is a New York Times Siena College poll. The way this usually works is when you first pass these big spending bills, you usually will hit a peak. You're getting the headlines, who this person's getting money, this person's getting handout. And that's usually the high about when you poll on public opinion on certain legislation, especially when the money's going out. What people are realizing right now is they're not getting the money. The inflation is going up. Nothing is going down. Costs are still up. The spin's not working. You know, we have just begun to open fire on this bill. If you look at the ads I sent this morning, Steve, it's all about the Democrats' own actions. It's all about their votes and their, you know, they've been pushing the Biden agenda 100%. You don't have any um, moderate Democrats. It just doesn't exist. We're using their own words, their own actions, and prosecuting the case. And it's really sitting well with voters that are sort of just starting to pay attention. That's why we wanted to wait. They needed August to try to change the trajectory so that they can go into September on different footing. They didn't. It didn't happen. And we were able to hold our fire, start spending now when voters are paying attention or, you know, volunteers are on the ground. We feel very good, but it is going to take an execution. We need poll watchers. We need everyone to step up, give what you can. Small dollars are the most important to fuel some of our strong grassroots campaigns that are mostly running in. Areas that Biden won by about 10%. Again, our, our average of those 74 target districts that Biden won in 2020 is 6%. Some of them going as deep as Biden plus 17, where we're essentially tied or starting to pull ahead in some of these tight races, whether it's in Oregon, Wisconsin. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, no, hang on. This, this is what I'm like, sure. There's 74 targeted seats. When you do the average of that, it's Biden plus six. Right now, you're looking at what thirty or forty seats. As I don't want to get ahead of us, thirty or forty seats as potential pickups. But you're we're playing, and and as the economic news gets worse, and you tie these people away from their lies to actually the ownership of this and what they're voting for. A perfect example is the candidate running against John Gibbs up in Western Michigan. The Steve Cortez has been all over. She actually has an ad saying these Democrats spend too much money. She's a huge supporter of all this. They're running. Their ads are all personal attacks, whether it's on Blake Masters or John Gibbs. And going back to John Gibbs, some thesis he wrote about the women's suffrage movement. Okay, do you think when the dumpster fire of inflation is burning down your family, you care about John Gibbs's theory about the women's suffrage movement? That's the their ads are personal attacks on our candidates. Our ads are just tying them to the Biden regime's policies. And this is what people are sitting there going, oh, my God, these policies are burying me. That guy supports it. I'm not for that guy. Is that basically the theory of the case of what the NRCC and what Team Alicia, you guys have been doing and focus on tying them to Biden to make it a referendum as much as they're trying to do it to make it a choice, make it a referendum. These guys support it. If you like Biden's regime economic policies, you like it on crime, you like it on the border, as as Cortez said from day one, inflation and immigration. Boom. We got the issue set. You tie them to what they voted for. Over the last 48 hours, ladies and gentlemen, AOC and these people are running around on Capitol Hill passing these limp, these weak pro-police bills so they can have an ad. Hey, we voted for. Am I, is that what they've been doing the last 48 hours? Alex is trying to pass these weak a pro-cop bill to say, oh, no, we're not for defund the police. We're, we're really anti-crime. Alex DeGracia. That's exactly right, Steve. They are desperate to change the narrative. This stuff is getting baked in at a record pace. Their numbers are in free fall. If you pull up the chart that has, you know, when it comes to the effect of 
President Biden's economic policies on improving the economic conditions. Only 22% of voters, Steve, say Biden's policies are helping them economically. That is an absolute dumpster fire. President Trump up about 20% higher, you know, even looking back. So this whole thing is a disaster. And again, we are just beginning to open fire. All these polls were taken even before our great counteroffensive. They are desperately trying to provide anything they can to, uh, to make it appear and trick voters and trying to show that they're solving the crisis. They are the ones that created this crisis. They did it. Pelosi, every Democrat voted for Build Back Better. The inflation, we call it the Inflation Expansion Act. Yeah. Not only is this thing a spending boondoggle, but you've got money going to luxury resorts, big companies, nothing going to help people. And people are like going crazy about it when you read about the facts. Okay, I, I, I want to make sure we put this in perspective. In the Gingrich Revolution in 94 and the Tea Party Revolt in 2010, these massive picks that took the House, they were coming off basis, and correct me wrong, I think my math is r- roughly correct, of 174, 175 seats. We had, because of the great work last time, remember, we picked up a net 15 during the big steal. That shows you one of the reasons it was a big steal. We picked up 15 House seats net last time. We're coming off a base. I think it's 2000, uh, 211 or 213, however these special elections work. Right. But when you talk about picking up 40 seats, 50 seats, 30 seats, more, and now with 74 in play, and you're going on offense in Oregon, in Connecticut, and Rhode Island, you're talking about historic levels of – we will have, what, over 252, I think it's the most we've ever had. You could talk 255, 260 represents a dominant, which is multiple cycles. It crushes Pelosi, drives them out, that they won't come back for a decade. Alex DeGrassi. Uh, that's exactly right. Even to be clear, those 72 seats, those are all offense. We're really only defending about – five, six, seven seats, and we feel great about holding all of our seats. Those 74 seats are on offense. 11 of them, President Trump won. A few of them, President Trump won due to redistricting by like 15%. Those are in the bag. The map is very, very clear on how deep we're going to go. It's going to be a question really of how deep. You just said it, Steve. It's so important. If we can provide and the voters get out and vote, we will have essentially alter the course of our republic and secure a conservative victory that will be able to withstand possibly a decade or more of attempts by Democrats to change course, laying the groundwork for 24 when President Trump runs. I think we'll flip the Senate. So all of this stuff is sort of, you know, like merging together as we press forward. The strategy has all been pulled together. We are converging on forces. This is what political warfare is. It is all coming together. It literally is this audience. You got to volunteer to be a poll worker. You got to volunteer to be an election judge. You have to get be a force multiplier to own your vote and get everybody in your thing out there. We have to be like Youngkin with the 96%. We have to outvote their money and we have to outvote their fraud. But it's there. It's right in front of us. And what we have is the ability to destroy the Democratic Party as a national political institution. Alex, I know you got to bounce. Give us your social media, how to get to Team Elise. Because if people can hit with a 50, this money is going to be well spent because this is led on target right now. Alex, how do people get to you? Thank you, Stevie. I'm on Twitter, DeGrasse81. I'm on Truthgetter at DeGrasse, Alex DeGrasse. Uh, NRCC.org, if you go there, you can look at the map. They've got an interactive map. You can click. You can see who our candidates are read their bios, go to their sites, give directly to the candidates so that our party is able to come in and match them at the candidate rate. That saves us sometimes three, four times, Steve, 
on TV advertising spending due to the FEC laws. So we're doing great. Thank you, Steve. Okay, hang on one thing. And this is also, they're going to start turning on each other. Oregon's a, I'll have you back on another time talk about Oregon. Oregon's a perfect example. They got a super progressive out there. They're going to lose that house seat outside of Portland. The left is going to start to eat their own. We're very close to being able to do that. Okay, Alex, thank you so much. I got Barris. I got Cortez. We got John Solomon of Breaking News on Hunter Biden, also the star of the movie, Where's Hunter? We're packed. We got Dershowitz, Lindell, Navarro's going to come in for Capital Markets. We're slammed this morning in the war room. And the reason is it's a big day. You can see the end of the regime if the posse steps up and represents. All next in the war room. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in the great state of Texas. The left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and guess what? They're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Now go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Bannon. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. Patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Make an impact. Use your agency. Action, action, action. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I want everybody, uh, Captain Bannon, everybody, get last night's show, break it down, and get it into all the live chats so people can see it. Because last night we had DeGrasse and we had Richard Barris on. Uh, and this is back to Steve Cortez's theory of the case early on. DeGrasse said last night that it looks like right now we could get 55% of the Hispanic votes in these districts, in these battleground areas and battleground areas, 55%. That is a tectonic plate shift. On the show, and I, I, we're jammed for time, but i got to get Richard Barris in here. Richard Barris said last night in his polling he just put out on Nevada about Laxalt and the governor, he's got Laxalt up winning independence by 20, winning Hispanics by 8. He gets dragged on Twitter right after that. This is ridiculous. This is more of the you know, war room and Barris madness. Uh, Richard, tell us what happened. Tell us about your poll real quickly. And then uh, you, you, you had some backup after that that actually was even more impressive. <laughs> Sir, what happened? You know, it's, it's funny. It's not often when uh, left-wing pollsters to right-wing pollsters uh, come to defend you. But since we dropped that, uh, this is getting a little bit monotonous, but I'm okay with it. Three other polls came out. 
uh, one independent or two independent people lean to the right, the other one a left-wing polling firm. They all find generally the same thing. We were in the the we were roughly average with where we were. Uh, you had insider advantage that had uh, lack salt up by Hispanics by 15 by in, among independents by 30. And if we have the graph uh, showing our poll, we can put it up. You know, it was a uh, an eight-point lead in our polling for la for lax salt among uh, Hispanics, a twenty-point lead for independents. People forget, Steve, that in Nevada, uh, you know, Republicans used to do fairly well until what happened? Yeah. An economic calamity, which chased them away. In you think inflation's bad nationwide? It's fifteen percent the twelve month in Nevada. So it, you know, Hispanics are overwhelmingly telling us yeah. this is about the economy for us. And we're yeah. going to vote for Adam Laxalt. Look, look, Hispanics and independents, Laxalt is up anywhere between eight uh, all the way up to, I think, 20 on Hispanics and independents everywhere from 20 to 31. The yeah. reason the race is still even close, she's she's in the low 40s, which means she's going to get defeated. It's the MAGA voter. Some people are questioning Laxalt. That's where we got to put that aside. When MAGA turns up, like the Yunkin strategy, when MAGA turns up, it's going to be a 55-45 blowout. We're going to take that Senate seat. We're going to take the governorship and we're going yeah, to win a couple I, of house I, seats. And, can uh, I address go that ahead, sir. real quick? With, yes, sir. Can I address Please. that with the white vote? That was yes. another one of the knocks that we got. Why is the white vote so close? Guess what? Data for progress, insider advantage, the rest of them found the same thing. And this is why I think there are three reasons. One, there are still a ton who are undecided. That's number one. Number two, they are more educated and will continue to be, which is going to be harder for Republicans in the future. Yep. But it is overwhelmingly Republican, that white vote. What is happening is that they've been half the country has been labeled domestic terrorists we can't get republicans to take polls at the rates and they were oh, it was already a problem i think what's happening is that those people are simply not talking to pollsters and you're just going to see it on election day steve so okay, you know that, that, that's it, for the for the critics out there you know they, they don't like either either one of those answers well, well for the for the critics happen. out there it turns out that barris was to the lower end of the range the the headline we're taking right. hispanics and look, the Las Vegas Review had the story. They said the Democratic Party has made a bet on white college educated women. The Republican Party, thank you, Steve Cortez, has made a bet on working class Hispanics. How's it working out for you, Democrats? It's got, you're going to get crushed. You got the wrong issue set. You're focused on the things the country doesn't care about. And you've got the wrong electorate. OK, boom, boom, boom. Game, set, match. Barris, how do people get to you, brother? You're you're doing more polling. You're coming out. You got Wisconsin this week, uh, Nevada this week. He's going to be coming out with more, both at CD Media, the great Todd Woods and the team over there. Also, big data. How do people get to your polling? Best place to follow me, Steve, is on localspeoplespundit.locals.com. And, uh, of course, I'm still on Twitter. I'm on Truth and Getter. But, again, that's it right there, peoplespundit.locals.com. Uh, you'll see everything that, there. We have these great voter analysis models, too, yeah. coming out, by the way. Nevada was we're gonna released. Be we have Wisconsin next. We're going to bring all that back in because it's very important. Let's go to John Solomon uh, and get back to Cortez in a second. Cortez, you must feel pretty good. Inflation, immigration, Hispanic. I think you were I think you I think you were right there, brother. John Solomon's got a blockbuster piece up in just the news. We're about to have the star of the new movie, Where's Hunter on. I wanted to use John to as a predicate for this. John, what's the is there's a whistleblower in the Hunter Biden situation, sir? Is that what uh is that what John Solomon's actually, telling the world? Yeah, actually two whistleblowers, according to Congressman James Comer, two former business associates of Hunter Biden now spilling the beans 
to members of Congress, led by Co Congressman James Comer of Kentucky, telling them about a concerted effort between Hunter Biden, James Biden, and a company that Joe Biden is directly connected with. He actually had keys for the offices um, going after uh, uh, Chinese clients and trying to get them oil and gas on our soil. So let's just get this right here. President Joe Biden says he's the guy leading the revolution to keep Americans from using their own oil and gas. Meanwhile, his son and brother and a company that he's connected to is trying to help China get that same oil and gas. It seems like it's all backwards, except it's all documented. In, these, in the story broke this morning, there's a, a list from Hunter Biden, 21 projects they were targeting in Louisiana, the Gulf Coast, to get oil and gas pipelines, drilling rigs, and LNG terminals and get them into Chinese hands, just like Hunter Biden did with that defense contractor in Michigan, where he, the windshield maker yeah. for our F-15s, he gets that yeah. uh, company put into Chinese hands. Now he's going after oil and this gas, is, okay, all but, confirmed. But hang, hang on, but hang on. It's even worse as you read the Solomon story. This is not any Chinese company. This is a company no. set up, this is totally controlled by the CCP with CCP assets or intelligence officers running it. And it's not just to get oil and gas. They're really going to be the capital market for the one belt, one road to control the Eurasian landmass. I mean, this is to the heart of Xi's yeah. strategy for for Eurasian domination and then later uh, world domination while they're an existential threat. He is a partner to the company that is that yeah. is the capital markets, uh, the guys that allocate the capital around to these projects and they wanted cheap American natural gas and oil resources. Is that basically the, 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 the pitch, John 100 Solomon? 100 right. In fact, the, the LLC, the little cutout that they use to facilitate this, is set up by Joe Biden and a China, excuse me, Hunter Biden and a Chinese executive. That Chinese executive is the representative, according to Hunter Biden's own memos, for the largest energy company in China, clearly controlled by the Communist Party, CEFC. So this was really trying to transfer America's energy wealth to the communist China regime, while Joe Biden's preparing uh, a policy as president that deprives Americans from that same energy wealth. The young chairman who was the whiz kid that did this has not been seen in years. He's somewhere in a prison no. and he's so radioactive globally, they know. They're hiding him from U.S. authorities. He's in some prison somewhere in uh, in mainland On China. This charges. thing, yeah. corruption. This thing stink. By the way, they just did the state security guy got life in prison off a death penalty from last night. Uh, John, amazing report. We know you're all over it now with the whistleblowers, Thank and you. these are partners. They're actually the thing. How do people get to you, and how yeah. do people follow this story? Real simple, justthenews.com. It's the number one story in the site right now, and on social media, I'm Jay Solomon reports on all the platforms. Okay, I need everybody in the, in the chat rooms to push this story big. John Solomon, thank you. And uh, amazing breaking news. Thanks, Two Steve. whistleblowers coming forward. I want to go to the uh, star of the movie, uh, my son Hunter, uh, Lawrence Fox. Uh, Lawrence, a question. First off, you, you were a candidate for mayor of, uh, of London, correct? I was, Steve. Yes, I was trying to get London released from the ridiculous lockdowns. What, are you, is this part of, and you're starring in this film, uh, by the way, rep, uh, directed by my uh, good colleague and buddy, Robert Davi, absolute brilliant film. Everybody's got to watch this, particularly now. Look, this is going to be the second article of impeachment on Biden. And we just talked about the math. We're taking the House. We're going to take the Senate. It's happening. Um, and I can back, I can show you guys the math in detail later today to go through this. Um, is this part of your, uh, are you going to get more into politics and this role was not just an acting role, but part of your 
uh, political beliefs or you take this on purely as an actor? Um, I'm really interested in American politics because American politics, you know, America coughs, uh, coughs, England gets a cold, you know, so I keep my eye on American politics a lot. I was cancelled from acting in England for saying that England wasn't a racist country. So uh, it was the only script I've been sent in, I don't know, two and a half years, I think. But um, it was such great fun to play. We'd love to have you back on at one time uh, because we have been a big, uh, we've knocked on the Tories a lot. You know, we're a big uh, supporter of Nigel Farage and Brexit and, and UKIP and all that. We saw Liz Truss today come out literally with a fantasy plan. It's, it's the classic Republican playbook. Let's have a massive tax cut in, in the bond market completely threw up because you got to figure out how to finance this stuff. Somebody has to come up with a plan how you're going to cut spending and how you're going to finance things. But let's just talk about the film. We just had John Solomon on. Breaking news, two guys have worked with them, partners have come up as whistleblowers. The Chinese Communist Party, CCP's all in this. Walk us through the film and, and why you took this role on and kind of your thoughts about the whole Hunter Biden of it all. Yeah, so I took the film on because I was amazed. You know, Hollywood has such a great history from Wag the Dog to Bolworth to JFK to, to so many political films. And you would have thought Hollywood would have been all over this. But uh, for some reason, this amazing story, which, you know, a lot of the liberal media in the UK still deny the existence of the laptop or any of its veracity. I thought, you know, this needs to be told. So it's a great achievement that they told this, they told this story before the press, our left-wing press in the uk have even acknowledged it it's true and um i was i i'm very worried about the state of western civilization generally uh which seems to be destroying itself from within and 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 the biden seem to have been getting off absolutely scot-free whilst uh america spent four years trying to impeach a legitimately elected president and then we've got uh mark zuckerberg admitting that they're suppressing the new york post story uh he did it in a congressional hearing i think in 2020 i uh and then again he's admitted it on joe rogan recently i mean it's absolutely appalling that this uh drug addict is on the, on a plane with his father going and selling america's future to the chinese and um once you look at the way that the world has developed since then and the, the the sort of encroachment of this Chinese model, this social credit model, which we're witnessing, you start to think how much of this family actually done via this very, very wild man who's obviously very bright and very intelligent. But, um, you know, I d does he have America's best interests at heart? I don't think he does. And I think if this was Britain, this guy would have been dragged through the coals. So uh, it's it's really worrying time for the West. And I took the part because I wanted to I, I wanted to tell the story, but I also wanted to humanize him. You know, I, 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 I don't think it's I don't think the the view on the right, which is to sort of play the left's game back at them is the right way of doing it i think what you have to do is you have to go you 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 can hate the actions of the person without hating the person so i tried to make him a human being to humanize him but at the same time show what horrendous horrendous things he's done for the well-being and prosperity of the united states uh, lauren can you stay through the break because I, I want to ask you about the scrutiny sure. about the scrutiny the scrutiny you ran for mayor and because I we follow British politics, European politics quite closely. And, uh, you know, they were they were ripping your face off. And here you have a presidential election. Uh, the New York Post, we were one of the key guys with Rudy and Bob Costello to put to bring actually the laptop to the New York Post and see the suppression here. So we take a short commercial break. Lawrence Fox is the star of this film that you've got to see. And here's why you got to see it. 
This is going to be massive. The, the uh, hearings on this starting in February, March of next year, after we take the House, are going to be showtime. And Hunter Biden is going to be straight there. My son Hunter is the film. The star is Lawrence Fox. We got more in capital markets. We got more about the, uh, we're going to go to Rome about the uh, contest with the great Georgia Maloney, the Margaret Thatcher of uh, Italy. Uh, we've got Alan Dershowitz from Harvard. All of it next with Lawrence Fox in the war and be back in a moment. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. There has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. So I'll tell you what's going down. You know who I am. They told me you were VIP. All connected to the government. What kind of a moron forgets to pick up his laptop at a repair shop? You're a Biden. Act like one. Everything he built, life, I just ruined it all. I want to know everything that's on that laptop that can ruin my erection. My friends, it's time to party! I'm an artist. Tell me how I can help you. Well, I don't deserve help. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've been through worse. You're the smartest man I know. Thanks, Dad. I just wish I could speak some sense to you. I'll never forget Cory Bob. He was a bad dude. No joke. Dad, we were talking about suffering. I can't seem to find anything but positive stuff on the Bidens. Okay, we got, uh, we're going to get in a moment to Steve Cortez on uh, capital markets, what's happening today. The end of modern monetary theory, as Rick Santelli tells us, also going to go to Rome with Ben Harnwell momentarily about Sunday's vote in the surge. She's, uh, Georgia Maloney is the cover of the economist 
today. And as you can imagine, it's not a great article. So, um, and by the way, tons of articles coming out. In fact, Barron's, the lead story in Barron's, it'll be out tomorrow in print in the United States, calls her, her biggest problem is that she's a Christian mother, right? They're, they're, they're coming hard for Georgia, the Margaret Thatcher of Italy. I want to go back to Lawrence Fox. Lawrence, the scrutiny you went under and when he ran for mayor, and you ran for mayor essentially saying about the lockdowns, you're saying there's no science to back it up, there's no data to back it up, what are we doing here? Uh, vaccine, and it turns out that Lawrence Fox was right, and, and more of that evidence is coming out every day as they're running away from the vaccine, they're running away from the booster, they understand now the mask, we're a joke. So you were, and you got your essentially your face ripped off. Here, when you started studying Hunter Biden, were you, and knowing how the tabloids, and this is the great thing about a free press, the tabloids in London are, you know, it's hardball every day, sharp elbows, they're coming at you. When you looked at the Hunter Biden situation and started doing your research to play the role, were you shocked about how the media has essentially been a Praetorian guard for this family, sir? Yes, I, I really was. Um, the British media particularly uh, have been, uh, well, they've been paid for by the government. The government was the biggest advertiser in the British media for two years. So uh, as you have with, you know, Anderson Cooper's show bought to you by Pfizer and that sort of stuff. So the, the, the government have fed the, me fed the media a line and the media fed the public a line. And I was, uh, I, I, throughout the lockdowns and all through COVID, uh, insisted and very publicly partied as hard as I could with as many people as I could just to just to show them that it was all a ridiculous waste of time and um, I was vilified and berated for it but then two days after we buried my mother in a uh, in a very very cut down horrible ceremony uh, the whole of the government were partying and you know who was partying the hardest in the British government the, the head of ethics that's who was the one who broke the most rules on top of everything so you know th this whole uh, drama, this this overreach, this authoritarian power grab, attempted authoritarian power grab, uh, fortunately has failed, but it's it's just the beginning. So, yeah, you know, that's that's where I came from as I went towards the London mayoral. But, you know, they, that's what they do. You tell the truth, you get your face ripped off, as you well know. <laughs> um, Lawrence, the guys at Breitbart are doing an amazing job. Robert Davi, who's fabulous, is the director. The film is... Uh, let's say this, you'll watch it multiple times. It's that good and that kind of mesmerizing. Uh, and the reason is it's not totally linear and it's not quite paint by numbers. And that's why I think it's so deep. And, and this film's only going to get more screenings and more showings as we get to the hearings. Because remember, the second article of impeachment is going to be about their financial compromise with the Chinese Communist Party. And the story's breaking today. John Solomon's got it. Two, two whistleblowers, two guys who work with them are coming forward with data and information. So this thing is on. Lawrence, how do people get to you on your social media and how do they get to the film? Because everybody should watch this. One, it's it's incredibly entertaining, but it's also it's got very deep lessons there and a lot of information. So how do people get to over to Breitbart to, to screen it? And then how do people follow you? Because, sir, your uh, profile and courage of standing up when you were getting literally destroyed because you sat there and go, hang on for a second. We're, we're English. We're, we've got to be able to face facts. And all they want to do is spin and misrepresentation. So I want to make sure people start following you on social media. How do they do that? Thank you, Steve. Um, yeah, I'm on uh, at Loza Fox on uh, Twitter or Twitter or whatever you call it, and Getter as well. And I think the same on Instagram. Um, and I'm 
what else? Uh, I run the Reclaim Party, reclaimparty.co.uk in England, and the Bad Law Project as well in the UK, where we're, where we're going to take back the uh, power and get, return the power to the people and uh, take corruption out of our national institutions. So the badlawproject.com uh, as well. And uh, yeah, the fight is on big time. People should remember when we started talking and working with a guy named Nigel Farage, they were polling at 1%. We started talking with uh, Georgia Maloney. She was at 2%. Lawrence Fox, uh, I would go long your stock in British politics. Sir, thank you very much for joining us. And great film. Tell Robert Davi and the team at Breitbart. Just an amazing film. We'll make sure we get it out. Everybody see it. Thank you so much, Steve. And Robert Davi is a fantastic, wonderful, brilliant director. And it was a great pleasure to work with him and Gina and all the team. It's incredible. He's a he's a he's a national asset, not used enough. Um, Cortez, real quickly, let's go. Let's get a quick update before we go to break. You'll be with us on the other side. We've cleared out some time to spend more time with you and Harnwell and others. Uh, what, what's the update? Uh, was a Ford Motor Company not looking so hot this morning? Yeah, to, to say the least. The Dow down right now, 434 points. Small cap stocks, which are more representative of Main Street, doing even worse than that. And Ford Motor, if we can pull up chart number two here, folks, Ford Motor right now is down almost 6% on the day. Steve, that would be a bad month. It would be a bad year. Uh, that is on the day, Ford Motor. It has been, it's now just above $12. As you can see on that chart, it was almost $26 earlier this year. So Ford Motor has been more than cut in half. And the company said that it has an additional billion dollars, billion with a B, dollars of costs in the third quarter that it was not previously accounting for. So think about that. Think about what Biden's inflation is doing to a company as big and sophisticated as Ford Motor. They missed it by a billion because of Biden. The canary in the mine shaft is the small caps down two and a half percent today. They're the job creators. Okay, short commercial break. The entire team's going to be back in 90 seconds in the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. 
hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.